You're listening to the Thriving Mom Podcast. I'm life and nutrition coach Ume Uguta, and I'm here to help you create the motherhood of your dreams without sacrificing your health and well being. On this podcast, we dive into mindset, strategy, and skills that will help you stop surviving and start thriving in the beautiful chaos that is motherhood. Are you ready, Mama? Let's journey together. Well, hello, Thriving Family. How you doing? Welcome to another podcast episode. I am so excited to be here. <laughs> We've been rocking and rolling with colds here at the Oguta household. I'm not kidding. My husband was patient zero for months and then my kids and I thought I was out of the woods, but uh, no, last week it got me. So here we are and we're just going to roll with it. Well, if you're new to the podcast, I am so happy that you're here. My name is Uime Oguta. I am a mom of three. I'm a wife. I am a working mom. And I also host this podcast and I'm a life coach. I help moms who want to do more in their lives but not sure how to. I help them create the life they want without sacrificing their health, career, children, or relationships. And this podcast is all about helping them simplify the beautiful chaos that I call motherhood and life in general. So throughout the month of February, we're going to be focusing on relationships. And I'm very excited because I really want us to start going back to the basics of things like love. I know that sounds very cliche because Valentine's Day is around the corner, but I really want to take us to start thinking a little bit differently about the way we show up in relationships, how we relate to ourselves, to the people around us. So I'm going to be talking about a few things and I have a special guest coming up in a few weeks and we're going to be talking about even relationships with kids and sibling rivalry. So stay tuned for that. For this week, we're talking about your relationship with yourself and I'm putting a little bit of a spin to it to talk about the gift of not knowing. And at the end of the podcast, you're going to get why I titled it this way. But one of the things that I've noticed as a life coach, I'm really good at helping my clients to set goals and achieve them. (laughs) And as I have evolved in my career from food and body image and talking about feeding children and now just coaching on all the things live, there's this common thread that I notice. And it's usually when we set the initial goal and we think about possibility. My clients' eyes light up. They're very excited about it. They're filled with this like burst of energy. They just want to get going on the goals. And that's great. And what tends to happen is in a few weeks, (laughs) that light starts to dim a little, right? Because then they're met with resistance. Things don't look and feel like they imagined. And they start to struggle with the thought. But I don't know how. Now... Sounds like a very interesting and innocent question. I don't know how. If I'm trying to change, if I'm trying to heal my relationship with food and my body, if I'm trying to build self-trust, I really don't know how. But this question tells me that they haven't yet caught up with the vision of the woman they want to become. The one who has healed her relationship with food and her body, the one who has developed self-trust, the one who has achieved the goal and who is living the life that they want, their future self. And what typically happens when this question comes up is people start to feel like it is a them problem, 
right? Like they're not smart enough, they're not good enough. And that's when that self-critical voice gets really loud where it's like, well, I'm just not smart. I'm just not getting it. I'm lazy. I'm not attentive. I'm not like other people. And this to me is completely normal because this is how we're taught to think when we have that question or when we think we don't know. And I want to propose to you that this is not a you problem. It's not about your skills or competence. It's an identity problem. When you're trying to change, when you're trying to achieve a goal, creating a life that's different from what you have right now, a life that you think is sometime in the future, it requires an identity shift. And that comes from you deciding and knowing who you want to be. Then your work is about cultivating a deep, meaningful relationship with yourself as that person. Think about it this way. If you're trying to build a relationship with a new friend, maybe for those of you who are married or you are in a committed relationship, building a relationship with that person did not just start from, okay, we see each other, we like each other. Even those of you who had like love at first sight, right? It was a whole process to it. And you took the steps knowing this is the person that I want to be with or this is the friendship that I want to cultivate. And then you worked towards it. Often, we want to know how we will do something, but we don't fully understand the who. We haven't even defined that for ourselves, which is why a lot of us get caught up in trying to get all the hacks and all the shortcuts and the planners and the books to tell us the steps. And then my question always is, how will you know what you're looking for when you see it? right? It's like you want to build a house, but you haven't decided what kind you want yet or where you want to build it or how much you want to spend. And I know there are people who are very good at going with the flow and all power to those people. But I know most of them are not the kinds of people who listen to this podcast. I don't tend to attract those kinds of people as clients. Most of you listening are probably like me. We want to know the details. We want to know the steps. You're a planner, So that you can have plan A and have plan B for plan A and have a plan C for plan B, right? You probably don't like when things change suddenly. You like to be in control. And I hear you. It feels safe to do that. I also want to present to you that your attention and your thirst for control, wanting to have all these ideas and all these plans are misdirected. I'm not going to tell you to try not to know. Rather, I want to sway you to think differently about not knowing and where knowing will actually serve you better so that you can focus your energy on that rather than just focusing on I don't know so then it's a problem. One of the things I get really curious about is what is wrong with not knowing? (laughs) Just think about it for a sec. Why is not knowing a problem? Is it because we don't want to look stupid or dumb or ill-informed? Why are you afraid of when you're worried about not knowing. For me, I think about before I became a mom and just being newly married, I used to be so worried about not knowing how to be a mom. First of all, I never wanted to have kids, so that was already a problem on its own. And then when I started entertaining that, okay, maybe I might get married and maybe someday I might want to have kids, I didn't want it to look like I wasn't qualified. So what did I do? I read all the books about raising children, about having a perfect marriage. And now I look back and I roll my eyes a lot because it sounds so ridiculous when I say it out loud. And I'm sure a lot of you can relate. I mean, of course, who wouldn't want to know what they're getting into to prepare themselves? But the thing is, 
I was spending my time knowing the wrong things. I wasn't a mom yet. I wasn't married yet. And what I could have been focusing on was what kind of mother do I want to be? When I get married, what kind of wife do I want to be? And what do I want? Because when I got married and when I had kids, I still had to learn all of that over and over again. And I always giggle now because a lot of the kids and parenting books that I read, my kids didn't fit into any of those things. (laughs) I even have some students from university who were taking psychology and they would be like, well, your kids don't fit into all of these things we're reading. How is that possible? And I would laugh because... This is what we're taught to think, right? Like you must be prepared for all the possible outcomes so that you can show that you are worthy of whatever it is that you are. And you don't have to. So I want you to answer that for yourself. What am I afraid of when I'm worried about not knowing? Because that alone is enough to bring some awareness and then you're going to realize what the real issue is. And then you can go address that and stop pressuring yourself to try and get all of the knowledge when really it's not applying. When really, you don't know the house you're building. When really, you don't even know where you're going to build the house or how much you want to spend. Decide on the house you want, and then you can figure everything else out. Now, sometimes when my clients say they don't know, I ask them, what if you knew? But lately, I've been realizing that I really don't like to ask that question, and here's why. We have been trained to think that in order for us to go after what we want and who we want to be, we must know the details, and we must have a clear concrete plan in place. But I think that's boring and not quite useful because we live in a world where your only guarantee is in this moment, right? So when you're busy trying to figure out all of the possible outcomes and steps to get you to your future, guess what you're missing out on today? The opportunity that you have to live in the moment, the skills of being patient and having grit and persevering, and having feelings of curiosity, and building competence, and trying things out, and failing, and trying them again, and all of the emotional training that you need to get you to be that person. So yes, it's helpful for you to focus your knowing on who you want to be, what you want to create, and then all of the steps, and not knowing what to do, step by step becomes a gift. Right? There's a certain level of anticipation and curiosity that accompanies not knowing. And when you focus on trying to figure things out so that you're never left without knowing, you miss out on all the fun and just keeping things simple. You complicate the process for yourself. And then it becomes this hard, gruesome work that you don't want to do. And you just give up and you're like, well, I might as well just stay here which our brains love because then your brain doesn't really have to work that hard. It's like, well, we know this, right? And that's boring. But if you were thinking, I know where I want to go. I know who I want to be. It becomes fun. It becomes, well, how does that person think? How does my life look at that time? And what can I do? Who do I need to be today to get me closer? An example that comes to mind for me is when we talk about weight and people who take appetite suppressants, right? The assumption is that you won't feel the need to eat as long as you suppress your appetite. And it sounds easy. Just pop a pill, drink some tea, and you're good to go. But what we forget is that we're human and life happens and life is never constant. Things are always changing. So you take the pill, you drink the tea, and now it becomes a part of your routine and Sometimes these are not cheap, right? So what happens when you run out of that pill or tea or you're unable to access them? 
or your primal need for food overrides the power of the pill and the tea. You're left feeling anxious. You feel out of control. You feel worried. Versus if you just decided that you want to be a woman who can eat and trust her hunger cues and trust her body. And then you start tuning into how that woman plans her meals, how she engages with food, how she manages her emotions so she doesn't turn to food, how she thinks of herself as a woman. Is she thinking I'm someone who needs to suppress my appetite? Or is she thinking I can trust myself? Who do you think has a better chance of maintaining her weight over time and having an amazing life where things don't feel stressful and she's not always feeling like she needs to be in control? Now, what I've found to be true is that for me, when I focus on who I'm becoming, the knowing is not as challenging because I can always tap into the wisdom of my future self and bring pieces of her into my life now by asking myself questions that will cause my brain to think differently. Because right now, if I'm in my present self and I'm saying, well, I don't know how to be that future person, then I'm sitting with indecision. I'm going to try a whole bunch of things out, but I'm not really moving. It looks like I'm taking action. It looks like I'm working really hard, but nothing is changing. Versus thinking, how does my future self think? If I'm her, how does she feel? How does she talk? How does she treat herself? How does she relate with other people? How does she think about food? How does she think about body? The questions are endless. This is a better use of your energy. And I want to invite you to focus your energy on knowing this instead. Know who you want to be. Get very intimate and familiar with that person. Get very intimate and familiar with the life that you want to create in the future. Get really intimate and familiar with the goal that you're trying to achieve. The more familiar you are with that, the easier it's going to be for you to figure out the steps to get there because then things start to show up and then you can identify this is how I want to do it and that's the next step I need to take. But that's not going to happen if you're still trying to think, well, I don't know what to do because you're still thinking in the identity of your present self. Again, it's not a process problem. It's not that you don't know the steps. It is an identity problem and it requires an identity shift. And this is available to you now. Get to know yourself. You'll go a lot faster. You're going to create the life that you want a lot faster and easier. I promise. Have an amazing week and keep thriving. Thanks for hanging out with me. If you enjoyed this episode, I want you to take that work deeper and implement one thing that you learned this week. And if you'd like to take this work further, come work with me inside my coaching program. You can go to oliveandbliss.ca to learn all about me and how I can support you.